0: Run, Barry. Run. I am the last manager of the last video store in the universe. This is not quite an instant reaction because my microphone is dying but I will be able to replace parts of it thanks to the Patreon Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash binge movies. This is about the fifth time I've tried to record this. I had a whole rant in store. Uh, I don't have time to do that because this thing will die at some point. So let me just get it out there. Um, Spoiler-free instant reaction from the theater to see The Flash. Do you like Justice League Unlimited? Do you like goofy, loopier Flash stuff? Are you sentimental for 50 years of DC content, comic books, storytelling, characters, actors, and the various adaptations that have come from? Well, I guess DC is 75 years or 100 years or whatever. Are you, or do you have sentiment? Do you have emotional connection to the past? If the answer is yes, don't hesitate. Pick up the call, phone. Call the professionals. Uh, no, if the answer is yes, if the answer is you like the Flash and you like the Flashpoint paradox, and you like the the you like that sort of storytelling, and you like um, you've you've been moved by various elements of what you've seen, including stuff that Snyder has done, then this movie is for you. This is a recapitulation of a lot of other things while telling its own story because that's what's going to happen when you're dealing with multiverse stuff and it's surprisingly moving the first two acts are surprisingly very strong there's one major set piece in the first act that i do not like at all it feels like something out of son of the mask but I was able to move right past it. Everything that came before and after I thought was really good. There is a sentiment of this film that feels in some ways very 80s. It definitely feels very 90s in a way. And it's not just because Michael Keaton is in it. There is a mentality with this film where it just feels like a 90s movie. And I've noticed that more and more movies are starting to kind of feel again like 90s summer movies. I think that there's a generation of us who are coming of age within the film Industry who grew up with your independence days your twisters and whatnot and the result is we're we're kind of making movies that feel like that again And that's very interesting to see it's been a long time since I felt uh, that way Uh felt certain things, but i've noticed it more and more I was surprised Here's here's two negatives Negative number one the third act is a mess. It's not a mess to the point where it derails the movie to me but it's not as strong as the other two, but it feels messed with edited things really about towards the end of the second act going into the third act. That's when stuff starts to kind of start coming on, un, coming unglued um, as it were moments aren't given enough time to breathe things that should have a bigger payoff. Don't really uh, have as much of a payoff, but, o- but overall I think the movie works and the most important thing is the main story. I do feel is emotionally engaging, uh, enough. I I was surprised at how deeply moved I was. In fact, uh, I I will save this for a different time. But I I want to explore more about this movie, probably on Patreon. Uh, I just got to get this mic fixed first. Um, what else do I have? What else can I say? Um, it's not spoilerish. Oh, the other negative is when you can't market your movie around your. Main star, you have to show all the ancillary stuff, and some of these things would have—I would have enjoyed this movie ten times more if, if some of the awesome shit that was in every trailer, every commercial, every poster that was ubiquitous for years and years and years for this film—if I hadn't seen it. This and this stuff was unavoidable. These trailers, commercials, posters, memes, gifts, everything were unavoidable. Had they held back on the Keaton stuff, I would have shit my pants in the best way. Because he is awesome in this movie to the point that I want another movie with a solo Batman story. Um my I I, I the first 15 minutes of this movie, I was just sitting here going, if you had this in you the entire time, DC, why didn't you do this 10 fucking years ago? You may be left with this, a sense of, wow, we could have had this Batman and that Batman. <laughs> we could have gotten a lot more out of Ben Affleck than we did because he's pretty great. We sure as fuck should have been making more Batmans with Michael Keaton because he's awesome. Um, what the fuck have we been doing with the Justice League for the last however long that's that's you're gonna have that feeling of like well so apparently you guys do know how to do this you know maybe you just should have made a Pierce Brosnan Dr. Fate fucking movie and started there we don't need Black Adam just give us fucking Dr. Fate you know um the other negative is it looks like a cartoon it plays like a cartoon looks like a cartoon and is Uh, The special effects are atrocious. I have a conspiracy theory about that that I cannot share without getting into spoilers. So for the sake of brevity, I will say, if you like Justice League Unlimited, you like the 1990s Flash television show, you like Flash stories, you like when characters appear in Flash stories and are a little bit sillier because they're in, you know, when you take Batman and you put him in a Flash story, even though he's serious, he's a little bit in a slightly goofier thing because he's in a goofier story because oftentimes the flash storytelling, there is a mixture between more comedy and melodrama with his dad and his mom and so forth and so on. I think the movie does an excellent job of tying together the emotional associations that we make with these characters in DC and all their possible iterations. And, uh, our past, and our loved ones. And I think it makes a great case for why we actually love yesterday and the past as much as we do. Stupid people will tell you this is nothing but Easter eggs and nostalgia. It is Easter eggs in service of a story about what can be changed what can be gained, what can be lost, and what cannot be changed, and it is surprisingly moving. And had the third act been, dare I say, longer? I don't know. Had they cleaned it up, had less fuckery going on behind the scenes, uh, I, this would be a, f- I'm, I don't know, maybe maybe a five star film. I, I'm, I, uh, maybe maybe I'm too high on it, but I just. If they if if there was if they had nailed certain deeper thematic emotional resonance in the third act, this would be a classic. By default, I still think it's probably DC's best movie to date. I give it four stars. I tell you, go see it in the theater. Go see Michael Keaton on the biggest screen that you can. Ezra Miller gives a shaky performance at times in the beginning, but for some way, somehow, the longer this movie goes on, the better their performance is. Um... Everybody's grading it. Um, lots of surprises. Some apologies. <laughs> Some thank yous from DC. Uh, hey, the sense of it you get is, hey, um, we know that these characters mean something to you uh, in any iteration you've ever seen them in. And we know that we've really fucked them up again and again and again. So we're sorry for fucking up this thing that meant so much to you. And we're going to try not to fuck it up anymore. That's the thesis statement of this movie, and call me stupid, but I believe them. Four stars, really enjoyed it, dare I say loved it, go check it out. Uh, Patrons, I gotta fix this microphone before I can do, I'm gonna dip back in with you, some point in the future, talk about some broader galaxy brain feelings I have about The Flash, multiverses, and convincing 70 year olds to dress up in super suits one last time. Uh hopefully not for the last time. I am starting the campaign now. We need more Michael Keaton as Batman. I'm not ready for Batman Beyond. He still has it. The CGI can do it. The stunt man can do it. Let him do the heavy lifting of the drama. Let him do the heavy lifting of the acting. Forever and always. That's Batman. Till next time. binge John.